You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. All right. So uh, a lot of stuff going on this week, so I just want to jump right into it with uh, Rob and see what he's been up to. Sure. Um, so I, I'm still trying to get through Assassin's Creed. There's so much game there. I think it's going to be uh, something you're going to hear from me probably every week is, um, yeah, put in some more time there and still feel like there's like a million hours left Great to play. Great game. Yeah, uh, great game though. Really enjoying it. Um, I did get an opportunity to watch a lot of uh, really great TV um, over the weekend. So, and I read a few comic books. Also, heard uh, you I wanted seen to talk about those a little later. Not so great. Oh yeah, and uh, I was um, forced to watch a movie uh, by by one of our <laughs> uh, longtime um, commenters. So uh, I don't know if I'll ever be the same after that. And I do have a review uh, later on for for Mute on Netflix. Cool. Cool. What about you, Andrew? So Assassin's Creed Origins, I don't have it, but it is $30. I saw it for PS4 and Xbox today. So I'm wondering if that's worth, but I want it on PC as well. Aren't we so uh, think? Aren't we giving that away soon? Huh? No, we are giving it away, actually. We, we, we right lost now. the giveaway copy somehow. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I can't. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take that. So I don't, I don't enter those giveaways. <laughs> But so, okay, so number one news, you are giving away Assassin's Creed Origins on a PS4 physical copy in Discord, get in there, get to be level five or whatever inside Discord, but do that. But I'm just wondering, is it worth maybe on PS4, Xbox for 30 bucks, or should I wait for a PC to go lower or what? Um, really, it's worth like triple that amount in yeah, terms yeah. of like Full hours of gameplay. Um, and I mean, it depends if like, I know that if you have an Xbox One or maybe even a PS4 Pro, it might be worth on console. But if you just have normal consoles, uh, I might just get it on PC. Cause I enjoyed it a lot on PC, even though I did play with the controller. Yeah. So I, maybe uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll think about I'll think about it. I do have the other games to play, like Good game. Horizon Zero Dawn. So I'll, I'll probably do that too. Yeah. yeah. You need to play that before <laughs> you play Assassin's Creed. I mean, honestly, though, what I've been playing this week is I've been playing some Mario Odyssey with my daughter. Nice, nice. multiplayer. Multiplayer, really yeah. Cool. No, not the most. Oh. Actually, the balloon one we did, we did try. It was cool. Oh. So we use like in random levels, and you just you you go find the balloons. You can place a balloon where other people can find it. I like that. It's it's fun. It's a fun mini game. Um, but for for us, me and my daughter, it's just it's fun to go find the power moons. And she's like, oh, you got a power moon, daddy. She's like claps and everything. Uh, it's it's really fun. So Mario, I'm glad I'm starting her out right. That's that's yeah. for sure. Good so, work. <laughs> And then we had we just played a little bit of Destiny, and there's that update that came out, so maybe a little bit on that later. Yeah. So what you been up to, Brandon? I have uh, still been playing some WoW. I'm actually really enjoying leveling, which is odd to say. Uh, you know, I'm playing a new allied race, and I really got into leveling a new character up. Uh, I don't know how long I'll stick with it, but I'm having lots of fun. And uh, this new game just came out, and it's kind of breaking me away from wow and i'm kind of torn on what i should play more it's uh i think we talked about it a little bit last week but it's called into the breach oh yeah i i heard of that looks yeah. really interesting so you've been playing it then huh yeah i'll talk about it a little bit and get a view uh my review of it but uh yeah, yeah it's from the makers of uh ftl faster than light uh it was an indie game where you controlled ships and stuff and this one you're uh 
you're like a time traveler who comes back in time to stop this uh, alien invasion by the Vec, V-E-K, not not to be confused with another alien race in another game. You kind of the game kind of plays like a I don't know if you guys seen the movie, but Live Die Repeat. I have, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's like a roguelike, right? Yeah, that's like, the whole kind of the whole point. It's very smash your head into the wall, and then <laughs> like you just keep doing it over and over again until like you do one thing better, and you're like, yeah, I did it, and then you die like the next mission later. So let I me mean, get into that. It's it's kind of like XCOM where you have to you move your units, and then they have a attack, and then you know. It plays yeah, a lot XCOM like XCOM. Punishing. Oh, yeah. What a punishing game. It would you, you lost so many things you cared about <laughs> in that game. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's more of that, then I'll reluctantly enjoy it. It is very fun. Um the art style, it's eight bit, it's very indie, but it's kinda on a I would say a two and a half D. Like it's kinda three D, but it's like you, you know, it's not really three D. And it's Does it look like, just like the, the faster than light? No, that's graphics? just that's like top down only view. This is like right. kind of from like an angle from the side. So it's like they kind of they just kind of like move the camera over a little bit, but uh, yeah, it looks good. It plays good. It's like on a game board, so you have like it's like very it's a very square board. You have tiles. There's the buildings are certain tiles, and you move tiles that kind of thing. But uh, cool. Right now, I would probably give it an eight out of ten. I've played maybe three or four hours of it, so it might change depending on how repetitive it gets. But just for my initial look through of it and play through, it's eight out of ten. It's really fun. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So, other than that, I guess we'll jump into start talking about some things and some news. Uh, we just brought—I know Andrew brought the switch up talking about Mario, but uh, here's a game your daughter may enjoy: Outlast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Uh huh. I don't—I won't even enjoy that game, man. Yeah, I'm not brave enough to play that. So, if you don't know, Outlast is a horror game where you're like in an asylum or something. It's your standard run away from things chasing you because you're. You can't fight back core game, and they're putting it on the switch. And I, I feel like I would throw my switch if I were playing it. <laughs> I just throw it across the room. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, why I won't play that. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it crazy to think that these like Nintendo's getting the mature titles now? Like I it guess is. it's getting more more and more. Oh, well, first of all, it's getting more and more games on it. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. It's just saying. I, th- I think it's just the, the publishers making sure that they get all the money and out on this mobile console. Mm-hmm. So, so when did that happen? That Nintendo was the kitty console. I think that's what because... I'm thinking. Around the Wii, I th- not really kitty console, but we lost a lot of titles. Other consoles got around the Wii time. Okay, because yeah. I mean, GameCube had Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it was, it was well known for that one. Um, the 64 was still pretty early on. I was wondering if it might be more around there, but like Super NES, Super NES had Mortal Kombat with blood, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't getting any mature games. I think the Wii is kind of when it kind of toned down a little bit. I mean, they had some dark games on the Wii, but not, not like Xbox or PlayStation. I think you just got to look at the flagship titles. Mm -hmm. That's kind of sets the tone. Um, but then, of course, something like Outlast is a very mature title. Horror. I don't know. And Doom. The other one is Doom. Yeah. I think it's Doom's more to do with the fact that it's like an indie game is why it's on the Switch. Because I think the Switch is making itself yeah. very you know, accessible for indie developers. So I think it's got maybe more to do with that than, maybe. than Switch is now the new mature console. I want to say it's the mature console. I wouldn't say, yeah. But it it's, it's getting there. 
it's definitely how starting that house all yeah. like it's everything they're not it's, shying away from getting the you know more yeah. adult games so that's good variety mm-hmm. is always good variety is good so if you're you know if you're if you only have a switch which switch is very affordable you know you could be looking at playing just about every other game on the switch as long as it's not exclusive somewhere else mm-hmm. so you're even getting pc games on the switch so that's yeah. thumbs up i would like to see this you know how how you have a a title that says xbox ps4 i usually see that on release mm-hmm. but i would like to see xbox ps4 switch like yeah. on release that's what I would like to see. Not just a port yeah. sometime later. I think we'll start seeing that more. I really do. They'll figure out something. But the problem is, is that the console is just not as capable. Um, no, it's not as powerful. This. Yeah. And so they have, gonna, to, they have to downtone like some of the... You got to be careful with that, though. They they tried doing that like years ago with Madden, where you had like the Wii version of Madden. It was oh, terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't expect to see sports titles on the Wii a lot. I mean, we had 2K. Mm-hmm basketball nba but yeah uh something kind of cool and interesting some news that came out is that witcher 2 is actually getting a, an xbox one x enhancement so wow. it's not really a remaster but they are doing a where they're going through and changing the graphics and making it look nicer and 4k for the xbox one x now you guys i think know of my love for the witcher 3 game and like how how much i just thought that was like such a like a tentpole game Mm-hmm. Witcher 2 is probably right there as well for me. Um, it's just it's been around for so long. And, you know, they've given it away for free a number of times um, yeah. on Xbox. So, I mean, it's um, if you haven't played, there's really no excuse for it. Uh, but <laughs> these are all great games. And the fact that they're making like a, I mean, is it 4K update they're doing for this? It's yeah, crazy. All, that is crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that is crazy. It's still a decent looking game. Yeah. And it's a great game. Yeah. And it's a great game in general. So, um, I mean, if you played a lot of The Witcher 3 and you can't get enough of that, you'll have, mm-hmm. you can go back in time, play Witcher 2, and it'll look, I won't say just as good, but pretty close. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Witcher 3 is so amazing looking. But um, I, I yeah, do remember, you, I went to your house, Rob, and the first thing you showed me on like your 4K projector was just like, check this, check out Witcher 3. Let's check yeah. it out. <laughs> we, <just laughs> looked it the tree, we looked at the trees. That's what, yeah, that's very like, pretty trees. It's like, come on, Roach, run, Roach, your horse. Like, <laughs> yeah, look at these yeah, trees yeah. just flying around. <laughs> that was that was like uh, that was when my when I got the the 1080 uh, GTX. So mm. that, that was when that that whole thing came out. Well worth. Yes. Worthy. So good. But, so uh, good. Speaking of things getting uh, redone, uh, Activision the they're they're bringing uh, their latest remaster is going to be Spyro. Uh, mm-hmm. They're saying they're going to keep they're going to keep on bringing remaster titles out, and uh, what do you guys what do you guys thinking they're going to bring? Is there any titles you want to see from Activision be remastered? Yeah, I don't know if it's theirs anymore though. Um, they made that Wolverine game oh, right that tied into the movie. Oh, I don't know. Good question. I know they have things like Call of Duty. They had the Guitar Hero games. Um, I'm drawing a blank as well, but yeah, they're they're planning on bringing more remaster titles out. So I yeah, I think I'd want to see what they owned, and then uh, Tony Ho- the Tony Hawks, there. the Tony Hawk series, the older games. Yeah, we can we can leave that buried. I think Dallas, as long as they don't do the new ones, the old ones are fine. Why not? I, yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> bring 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 Tony Hawk back. Bring the physical skateboard controller back. <laughs> mm, maybe not. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really have to look at the list. Yeah, I think just looking yeah. at the list. Maybe we'll do that next week or something. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have a. I'm just playing it right now, but there's yeah. a ton of great Activision games. I just can't think of which one I would really want to see the most. Yeah, we might do a uh, what remasters do you want to see in the near future? Do a little segment on. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a good segment. Yeah, and not just Activision because we've seen EA is bringing yeah, back just Burnout Paradise too. So yeah, we'll just talk about any games we want to see remastered. That'd be something good. Take notes. Um, yes. Anyway, the uh, Witcher Two. Oh man, they already did that though. Yeah, we're right. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh. I know we've talked about it a lot. The Stardew Valley, uh, the guy who created that single-handedly is uh, just started working on a new secret game. So we might have uh, something, you know, just as good as Stardew Valley coming out here pretty soon. Which yeah, the multi- Stardew Valley was great. Yeah, this multiplayer update for it's about to come out. Hmm. That seems like it's going to be fun with a big patch along with it. Oh yeah. Any yeah. notes on whether he's going to change the genre? It's like I. He just only thing he says is that he's work. He just started a brand new project. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. So, I like to see him branch out into other stuff. I would love not to just, see something, not, yeah, besides the farming simulating kind of thing because it's very. I think he's very. Uh, for one guy, he's pretty innovative. <laughs> yeah, there, there's <laughs> a lot much. of game there. <laughs> yeah, one guy to make. So hopefully, he can do something just as good. But uh, I want to talk about something that's not as good. I don't know if you guys have heard the Metal Gear Survive game, which is like the horde mode mm-hmm. for Metal Gear, where it's like zombies and weird stuff. They're, they're hyping up that thing a lot. I don't know so, if it's getting yeah. hype around it. Uh, you guys, we know we've we've talked about loot boxes a lot and how much we hate them, but uh, in this game, if you don't, if like you have a you have a save, I guess one save, and if you don't want to delete that one save, you have to pay an extra ten bucks for another one. So it's like an extra character slot? I guess. So they're just monetizing everything they can. Hmm. I didn't know you could even monetize something like that. <laughs> could, you imagine, could you imagine Guild like, War- playing yeah. uh, like the yeah, N64? Three like, characters. When you have Orcarina at a time come up and you have three slave slots. Could you imagine like having to pay for another save slot? I just think that's ridiculous. I can now with the magic of Metal Gear Survive. I guess <laughs> I can uh, see the I'm I'm almost 100% sure the first Reddit thread of that is just going to be the picture of that with 10 bucks next to it mm-hmm. and just it blasting all over yeah. the Well, I'm yeah. sure they're only doing it because it's like a free to play game, right? Uh no. Uh, well, then then they must be looking to enhance a lot of free DLC by charging the extra, right? <laughs> the uh the rest of the game? Yeah, probably not. They're probably just looking for more money. Oh, okay. Let me well, tell you here if not uh, as good. Survive is a uh, free game or not. Yeah, if it is, not. that makes sense, actually, Rob. That that's that would make. Oh my god! I was sense. being really, really sarcastic, but <laughs> <laughs> if it ends up being true that it's a free-to-play game and that's how they're scraping together cash um, to feed their families, then fine. But to put it put it all together, like you said before, um, Guild Wars, no. it's sixty dollars yep. game. You buy it, and this is then a $40 you have extra game. slots. Four dollar game. All right. I think it's an early so access. It's not a premium price game. It's still ten bucks. Though. I mean, that's it's crap. Should they? What's a, what's crap. a slave uh, save slot? It's dumb. Yeah. yeah, very dumb. Very 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 dumb. You know what's not dumb though? What's that? I've been watching on Twitch. I haven't played it myself, but 
Have you guys seen Vermintide 2, the beta that's out right now? Yeah. I've heard about it. It, it looks, looks so sick. Looks good. Looks yeah. really good. It is. You play as different classes in like medieval times or whatever Warhammer's you know medieval time frame is, and you've got fantasy. Like, yeah, you got like assassins with like dual wielding daggers, and you got swords and maces and and sorcerers, and basically it's just floods of these little rat creatures coming at you, and you're just uh, gutting them all down as they come around. Vermins. Yeah, and it looks cool. It, the gameplay is fast. Um, there's a lot of uh, character progression in between waves, but basically you're defending these like you know dilapidated churches or uh, farm like on the countryside that's just getting overrun. What did you think of it, Andrew? What did you see? I loved it. I mean, number one, I played Vermintide one mm-hmm. at least for at least ten hours. It was it was a great game. It was think of Diablo except first person. It's a hack and slash with that much, with that, well, not that many monsters if you think about it, but a lot more than you can think of. So you're really going through it. You can, you can do a team player, team play, and team play is great. Um, a lot of, a lot of the classes work well together, and there's just a lot of action. Um, I can, I've heard I, it's not really, there's not, not really a progression in it. It's just you jump in and play to have fun. And like there's, there's progression, no... there's loot, there's loot yeah. and everything. You can okay. upgrade your weapons uh, from time to time. You can get like rare and exotic weapons. So and... it's not like a PUBG where you drop in, loot, uh-uh. fight, and then it's gone, and then you just play another game. All. So nope, it's something you, keep your, you build you keep your yourself dude. off of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and if you haven't great. seen it, oh, the graphics are so good. That's what yeah. I was saying is that it looks amazing. Like when you're, you've seen, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick on um, that game that just came out, the uh, uh, Deliverance, the From Deliverance game yeah, for Kingdom yeah. Come. And that game, when you're swinging a sword, it looks really basic. You know, when you punch, your fist just goes out towards the whatever you're punching at. But this stuff looks like really intense. Like they did a lot of maybe motion capture or at least animation to make it look really convincing and look really, really brutal. Like when you're fighting and hitting stuff. Yeah, they, they improved on. I can see the improvements on the system from one and two. Just the melee system in general is yeah. has improved. Um, the the spell casting has improved. Um, just the graphics, like when I when I saw the stream of the, gra- I, it's gonna even look better on your system. Not even just watching the stream. That's how crazy it's gonna. Because Vermintide One looked really good. I can't mm-hmm. just imagine it getting a. Now they said the beta though. So that anyone yeah. can, can. So can anyone get in this or? I don't know. I signed up for it. Um, I didn't get anything back. Truthfully, I was really busy over the weekend, so I didn't have a lot of time to follow up on it. But as soon as I saw the beta, I tried to get in on it. Um, I was watching uh, Grimm's and uh, Anthony Kongfon play. Uh, Elohim was actually playing it earlier. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So I I may look it up, and if I can get in, I will try that. (laughs) Because that's (laughs) that's right up my alley. Loot, hack and slash, medieval. Yeah. That crazy, like, weird crossbows with, like, compartments for like holding a ton of arrows it was it was just really cool looking. sounds like really, a great really game cool. for like an exterminator to play like oh i love yeah. i love exterminating <laughs> rats yeah, well that's andrew's secret profession <laughs> yeah uh, tell me know? tell me about some another beta so yeah um so sea of thieves was live again last week um they were their beta was up and available and I think um, you could probably just look for it every week to be available. I think all the way up to release. So if you are interested in uh, checking it out, 
um, and you pre-ordered, you, you sounds like you'll get some time to play it ahead of time. Uh, but that leads us to kind of a, a bigger question. I think we're all interested in playing Sea of Thieves uh, when it comes out. Uh, one problem we have, though, is we don't have a good pirate crew name. So I was thinking about putting out a challenge to the community to come up with a pirate name for us. And where do you think we should try to get this, uh, maybe where this run through? Like, where can people give us suggestions? Do you want it through the Discord? There's a handy place. If you're listening to this podcast anyway, there's a handy place called uh, the WTN podcast channel on the, on the Pixel Pub Discord. That's a handy place. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, okay. We can think about it more, but you're saying like every every crew will have their own name, I assume. Well, probably just the Xbox um, club would probably okay. be the one I'd be thinking of. That way it would all kind of fall under the same banner. And then you can then, you know, organize it with, okay, this, you know, you get this type of sale, you know, you get some custom stuff that you can put together. A uh, little, little light on the details right now about what it will actually get for you, but uh, some way to unify the Pixel Pub crew. Yeah, I'd be, that'd be great. Um, so you're saying, and this is news to me, is from the, from the Xbox club, they'll actually take your banner and then put it up on a flag or mm-hmm. something like that? Really, yeah, they've got some kind of some kind of hooks in there, which is why I was uh, wanting to get a little bit more into it. It may be more of a guild system uh, through the uh, through the game, but um, I'll get some more details on it. But either way, we need a name, and even yeah, if it just ends up being yeah. our Discord channel, yeah. <laughs> so so that'd be awesome. Yeah, so I'm putting the challenge out there to the listeners. Uh, whoever comes up with the best name and puts it in either our uh, Pixel Pub subreddit or the We Talk Nerd Discord channel. Um, I'm going to be giving away a three month trial of the uh, Xbox Game Pass, which, as we all know, will give you free access to any Microsoft published games, which means you'll basically get to own Sea of Thieves for three months for free. For free. It's a good and deal. Any other games. It's a good deal. <laughs> it's a good deal. All you need to do is think about a name. We need and a good like name, it. though. <laughs> yeah, we need a good name. Who's going who's gonna to judge this? I can't be the only judge. I mean, say between the three sure. of us would be fair. Must judge. Okay. Uh, we also opened, just opened up the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> we just opened up the Sea of Thieves uh, category inside Discord. Maybe that would be the, the best place also, to put it. I'll make, I'll make an official announcement. How about that? Inside yeah. the Sea of Thieves uh, channel. And then I'll tag the We Talk Nerd podcast hosts so that we can get all those names and we can do it live. Yep. Uh, let's see. Online. And when how how long do you think we need to give people for this? Um, oh, you can do it on release. Yeah. Uh, I did. I would try to set up ahead of time. Oh, ahead of time, so I, they can play. So they can yeah. So let's say one week out from release. So the thirteenth. Yeah. Midnight. Great. So March soon. 13th. That's like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, they got two weeks to think of a great name for us. <laughs> Start writing it down. <laughs> great. Awesome. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Well, thank you to the listener that comes up with an awesome name for us. <laughs> Not just Yoho Yarmades crew. That was like mine. That. that was what I. Oh put man, I got that. He took All it. Right. He took it from me. <laughs> Check it off the list. So speaking of taking things from people, yes, yeah. right, that's right. Sony, as in news today, will no longer include PS3 or Vita games in the lineup starting in March 2019 for PlayStation Plus free games of the month i didn't know they're actually still putting free games on those 
that's, mm. that's that's sort of what I put down. I was like, I'm surprised that they haven't cut that off a little earlier. But since it's going till March 2019, that just means more games. I don't know what kind of games they're going to be putting out until then. Well, but... as a Vita owner and PS Plus subscriber, I can tell you it's been a bunch of crap for at least, <laughs> for at least a few years now. So, so it's going to go even more downhill. See some obscure stuff right there. So I have, Ooh, yeah, yeah, I have both Vita and PS3, and there's some really odd stuff. But hey, they're free games. Yeah, the best thing of the Vita is being able to play your PlayStation 3 games or PlayStation 4 games remotely with it. Uh, there's there's a handful of quality games on there. I mean, there's you can look at uh, like Disgaea, Persona. Yeah, those um, are great. Uh, I really also enjoy um, Dragon's Crown, uh, yeah, that kind of D and D hack and slash one that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of good games on the PS Vita, but not not enough to support the system. So I think it's just they're just trying to figure out a way to bury it. Yep. And with that, they comes a question: Are there going to be more games that they're going to like substitute for the games that we're losing? You ever known Sony to give away more stuff for free other than your information? <laughs> and yeah, unless it's your information and then we'll give you free stuff after mm-hmm. we say sorry. I remember that whole debacle. Um, but yeah, for the clarification, uh, PlayStation said that they will not be offering any more for the substitute of losing those games. They'll just be those two PS4 games per month. That's probably fine. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be fine. And that, like, thinking about these PS4 games, they've been giving out some really good PS4 games. I think it was a couple months ago was Medicare Solid 5 for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And, and then they give away um, Deus Ex as well. Uh, Mankind Divided? I think that, I think it was, yeah. I don't remember. But this upcoming month, Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. Oh, that's great. Bloodborne's a fantastic game. Uh, Ratchet and Clank's always fun. These two games, I've I've actually wanted to buy. I've been looking out for them on Slick Deals or something like that and say, hey, I want to buy this on $10. If there's $10, I'm going to pick it up. But I don't have to anymore. <laughs> They're right there. To be, <laughs> now you're just paying whatever your PS price was, you know? Yeah. Really, if you if you get on a deal, and this is just me because I like to get those those 12-month cards, but sometimes... You can get them on like for 40, 40 bucks for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Just look out for those 40 bucks for what seems to be like, I don't know how much, $1,800 for a total year of worth of games. Yeah, Something I think like you got you to gotta kind of look at it in like as like month to month because not every month is good. In fact, some months you're just like, what are they? What are they pulling here? Because the games that they're giving away are either ones they've already given away previously, which they've done that before, or they're just not fun games. You're just like, you know, we're, we're, what's the point of this? Exactly. I do want to cover, and maybe some people don't know this, but if you've been a longtime subscriber for PS Plus and you've been saving up all these games and you're thinking, these games are mine. Really, it's not. If if you cancel the subscription, you only get it until the end of the month. And then you can't play them. So you have to stay subscribed to play the games that you've already had previously. Just to put that out there. Is that a new thing or is that a current? No, that's that's always been. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a public service announcement. Hey, if you've had it for a while, you know, and you get rid of it, you end up losing them all. Xbox lets you keep them forever for free. They they become yours. Uh, PlayStation gives you a license for the games for as long as you are a customer of the service. 
Right. It's going to be right. rough when, you know, they go to some new consoles and then you're not able to, you know, go back and maybe play some of your, your previous ones if they do some other kind of online service. Yeah. So basically it was public service just to make sure that you guys, you all know. That's how bad that on you, Sony. Bad on you. <laughs> See, I'm excited about those games. Those felt like fun games, though. I haven't played either one, so I'm not looking to it. Uh, did you guys hear about this uh, 16 squad of streamers will be facing off in a $100,000 PUBG tournament tomorrow? Is it tomorrow or today? Because I, I watched today. one today. Or is it today? So it was later today. today. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. It was, to- it was tomorrow yeah. yesterday. It was yeah. tomorrow yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are one. you guys are in the know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just you know, going basically... on right now. Is it? I thought it was done. Might be over. So who I won? I still uh, say people. The won. one I watched earlier was Shroud. Shroud won. Shroud. I think it was multiple matches. That makes it's sense. Probably. Yeah. They they must be doing some. Uh... Yeah, because the one I was watching was um, Grimms and Anthony Kongfon with uh, Lyric and Shorty. That was a pretty <laughs> fun team because they're they're like so crazy. <laughs> I was enjoying that. I did not watch Doc, although uh, Doc and Dr. Lupo, that's dangerous combination. Both those guys are know, so full of violent speed and momentum. Yeah, uh, and they're Shroud. Yeah, Shroud's they're Shroud. amazing. Shroud's yeah. just ungodly with his, you know, aim. He's 16 no so That's, that's how the, I... The commentary I heard while, uh, I think, I think it was the same game Shroud won. It was like, he was just, you know, mowing people down. They're like, oh my God, Shroud, calm down. This is just for charity. (laughs) (laughs) Shroud's murdered everyone for charity. Yeah. So that's how I knew about it. I was watching Dr. Lupo, and then Mm -hmm. he was saying he was practicing for Doc's team, but I didn't get the full story, but you guys knew, and you guys seemed to be on that. I was going to cheer for Doc's team, but I guess the whole thing was completed already. So Yeah. Too yeah. late. You could still Too cheer late. for it. It's just, it's just done. Just pretend you haven't the watched it. Is, yeah, <laughs> I'll watch the the vods and cheer it on, and then yeah, okay. The the secret is that Doc is entertaining more so than good at these games. He's so, not bad. He's not. No, no, he's definitely not bad. And and sometimes he makes some shots that you're just like, I don't even know how he how it's possible. Mm. Uh, but typically in a tournament, um, yeah, he's not. He's a little too aggressive for the field. And that usually ends up costing them. So just to put this out there, like, was it, so it was Twitch putting up that money for charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. You think you'll see more of this? Oh, I hope so. And it was entertaining. It was, uh, there was a lot of, a uh, lot of really known, it was so funny. I was seeing people getting shot at or, or like lyric killing someone, some other streamer I'd seen. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're making the connections between like who just died and like, you know, who's, uh, you know who's 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 uh, playing. So yeah, pitting. it's uh, it's cool. Yeah. I'd like to see more of this for sure. Yeah, pitting some communities against other communities, bringing them all together under one game. I think that's great. Sounds toxic. So good on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds toxic, but yep. I'm sure it brought in a lot of viewers and uh, oh, I'm, I'm sure some good good stuff for charity. I'm sure it split a lot of views too. If everybody was streaming at one time. Oh, oh that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I'm pretty sure you have to be on delay too because. Oh, you, know, you, of course, you can stream of snipe pretty pretty hardcore. <laughs> Everyone is streaming it. I wanted to close out some some gaming news because after this is we'll move to movies, right? And then mm-hmm. I like comics. But I've been really proud of and I'll say Destiny. Destiny our Destiny community is still still going strong. Which especially game? Destiny 2. So <laughs> Destiny that? 2. Destiny 2. So I'm really proud of our Xbox community. 
Um, Xbox. And this is yeah, our Xbox community. What? They've really it's it's really crazy because it's not crazy, but like it's really good to see that one like a, maybe a band of band of leaders really rallied up a bunch of players behind them in in the fire teams, and now they're just doing constant raids and they're giving us like good feedback. There's more people saying like to me personally as a leader, as the leader of the, the community, saying they said, "Hey, great." This is a great community. Uh, thank you to these leaders, that sort of thing. So shout out to the Xbox community in our Discord. So keep it up. Good job, guys. Yeah, awesome job. Um, Destiny 2, there's updates. But you know, I would just say go in there and try the Nightfalls, get some more loot. There's just more loot to be had. Um, but I think a lot of people are just still waiting for that DLC. I like logging in every week and getting free loot. Yep, that's, 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 that's how I play. <laughs> I need to do that. Logging, go talk to the lady with the eagle to get more loot. If you haven't done it in a while, <laughs> you're gonna you be do. standing there for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm at least I, I may even been purged by now just because <laughs> I've been uh playing other games and everything and haven't gotten back to it. But um uh, but good on the Xbox crew for uh you know bringing some fun into the game and giving people a place to go and uh you know get some of these accomplishments done. So yeah, good yeah. on you. Just in some community news, we've opened up a lot of with the open up a new space for Sea of Thieves. So if you have any friends that are going to Sea of Thieves, just head 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 to our Sea of Thieves channels. We have LFGs. We have you know some good some good uh, interaction already. Um, we there's Diablo three season came out. So there's some bunch of people that said, "Hey, I want to get back in Diablo three. So what we did, we created a new category. We we gave them the channel to get it, get in there and. They're grinding away. They're grinding away. Uh, Honestly, that's awesome. waster. those are some <laughs> yeah. uh, those are some dedicated people because <laughs> after so many seasons, you're just kind of like, this is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you really want to meet those people up, those dedicated people, uh, we have a Pixel Pub, and I didn't even know they had this. Uh, they they have the a guilds. guild inside yeah. inside Diablo Three, so check that out. Um, we're getting into League of Legends as well. We have a club there, if you wanted to check that out, led by Blaze and another one of our community members. So I just want to throw that out there. Just a lot of, lot of good news. Check out the Discord. There you go. Oh, speaking of Blaze, since we brought that up, I just wanted to make an announcement that he uh, actually just got affiliate status with Twitch. Yo, Blaze. So Good job, man. He'll have a sub button and everything coming soon. So Nice. I credit that with his uh, sticking to the Batman Telltale series. Yeah, he's been he's been playing through the uh, Telltale series. He's doing League right now, I think. But uh, when he's when he's not playing League and things like that, he's doing the Telltale games. I think he's gonna play through mm-hmm. all of them. Yeah, I was talking to him a little bit about it. I went on his stream and uh, we were talking a little bit about. Yeah, <laughs> I got to see the part in um, in epi- or season two where there's an episode where basically Batman discovers who he's up against. Because at first he thinks he's up against the Riddler, so no spoilers there, because that's one of the first things they show. But then he finds out there are five other villains that are in the mix, and basically they all come at you like one after another. And and uh, Blaze is kind of like, oh man. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, he came I haven't. Across him. I stopped watching after he finished the first season because I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil the second season because I want to play right. it. But I will probably catch his other streams for sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good job. Dude. Go check yeah. him out. You know, when, hey. when we're not playing, go check him out. Chat just woke up. Welcome, chat. Hey, chat. Welcome. 
<laughs> but uh, let's move into the movies and stuff since everybody's just now popping up. I guess that's what they want to see. But uh, before we get into reviews, I just want to throw out one tidbit of news. This may or may not intrigue people, but uh, Chris Hemsworth, who is Thor, uh, may be starring in a new uh, Men in Black spinoff. And it's not the 21 Jump Street crossover spinoff they've been talking about doing for a while now. It's a another spinoff of Men in Black. Hmm. So, I, I like might. Chris Hemsworth. He's legitimately funny. That yeah. that last story was amazing. So, um, I mean, Men in Black is not something I've really been focused on too much, but uh, it's a cool well, universe. I mean, hasn't you know, been around in a while. Yeah, well, it hasn't been. Well, it hasn't been good <laughs> for twenty yeah. years. That's right. I think that first one was good, and then everything else after that was pretty bad. I don't even know what they got up to. Was it three or four? Three. 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 Two uh, wasn't yeah. bad. Two wasn't bad. Two, watch it again. I think you'll <laughs> I, I think you'll have second thoughts. Is there special any... effects are bad. Three is really is there, is there any like one of those take take a long break and then create a movie that reboots it? Is there the one that's been good that does has done that before? Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um just, but, yeah, sure. I just can't say one off the top of my head right this second. Let me think. Can you count like The Hobbit as one of those? I was or no, because The Hobbit was terrible. It, the, what? The Lord of the Rings was really good. The Hobbit series was bad. You didn't like the Hobbit series? No, what? it was way too long. It was oh, nine hours of, oh, I, and it should I have been like it. two I hours. It. I don't know. I loved it. Okay, well, great. Uh, we'll just we'll just we'll just okay fine okay fine <laughs> move on okay anyway. you're on a desert island you have a workable DVD player uh-huh. and a set of DVDs of the Would Hobbit like or Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings which one do you keep oh definitely Lord of the Rings yeah because it's I'm the good one say, I'm not gonna say that Lord of the Hobbit was better I'm just saying I also enjoyed the Hobbit yes anyway. there you go yeah, no Jester <laughs> just got it my question is why was Legolas in the Hobbit. <laughs> And how can he run on air <laughs> and bricks that are falling? It was just, it was just way too long. It was just, they, we need another, we need another podcast for this and a whole other episode for this. I could, okay. I could rage on this thing for about two or three hours. So let's, uh, yeah, let's move on. All right, cool. All right. Well, uh, tell me about this, uh, t- this movie that, uh, we got roped in or you got roped into by, uh, thrust. Yeah. So, uh, thrust. Thanks, uh, for recommending, uh, mute. <laughs> Uh, the movie on uh, Netflix. Uh, you know, it was with the best of intentions, though. It's directed by uh, Duncan Jones, who you know directed a great movie called Moon, uh, starring uh, Sam Rockwell. You may be familiar with that. Uh, not so good, but still entertaining was the Warcraft movie that he directed. Um, so, you know, it's not like it, there was no chance it was going to be good. But the reality is this movie sucks. And... <laughs> And I, I wish I could put it better, but um, I'm, I'm going to give you a, a kind of a brief overview of the main characters, and then okay. you could tell me just how excited you are to maybe watch it. Uh, the first thing before we get too far into it, uh, be aware of lots of sexual content, uh, a lot of nudity. So if you are in an area where you might be uh, around young kids or you know people that would object to such things, do not load it up and watch it. Uh, they will look at you funny because there's some weird stuff in there. <laughs> Beyond that, you've got the characters that you've got to deal with. So uh, Alexander Skarsgård, or also known as uh, Eric from True Blood, yep. um, is searching for his missing girlfriend. Uh, he is also mute. Um, an accident happened when he was a kid swimming in a lake 
and um, somehow his vocal cords got ripped out, and he's really and he can't talk anymore. Oh. Um, in addition to that, he's also shy and maybe kind of retarded, and he's Amish. So there's a whole bunch of things going on there that make for a very complex character that can't emote anything through words. He has to try to do it all through these puppy dog guys. He does through the entire movie. It gets old. It gets really old. Um, now on the other side, you got Paul Rudd. So everyone, you know, everyone knows Paul Rudd, right. You know, from, uh, different movies, Ant-Man. Um, uh, he ends up teaming up with a pedophile to harvest body parts for money. And they spend a lot of time making jokes about how sexy young girls are. And then, yeah, I'm going to spoil it. The twist at the end is the guy's actually a pedophile. He's not even like, (laughs) (laughs) you're thinking the whole time, oh, he must just be joking. No, he's an actual pedophile. So uh, that was played by Justin Thoreau. Um, Sorry if you're going to watch it. I'm going to save you some time. Don't. Um, The main (laughs) thing this movie's got going against it is that no one's likable. Um, There's really no... There's no one that you go, man, I can really identify with that guy. Because it's either the mute Amish six foot seven guy that's like kicking everyone's ass, or it's the pedophile, or it's the guy who's chopping up and like dismembering people for money. So not a lot of relatable characters overall. Hmm. On the good side, Duncan Jones is a talented director. Um, there are some very nice scenes. Uh, he can He can really frame some shots very well. I'm going to give it three out of 10 just for the style points, but what a waste of time. Record low. uh, We're going to have to think twice on the next recommendation. Record low for our reviews, for sure. Can we give another movie as a three out of 10 for you? That's kind of (laughs) like... To compare it? Yeah, to compare it. I want to know. I'm not going to watch this movie, but I want to give a comparison to myself. Like thinking about a three What's out of ten, or even movie. a four, even a four, something around there. Um, did you did you guys ever see that movie, The Cell, with uh, Jennifer Lopez, where she goes so. into the guy's brain and he's a serial killer? Oh no! How no, about no. the movie Identity, starring John Cusack, where he's like eight different personalities living in his own head? Yes. Okay, that's a three out of ten for me. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, they're perfect. I gotcha. Jester comes through when I needed it. Starts with episode oh, one. Okay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Actually, I would probably give that one a four just for the pod race scenes. But um, yeah, it's it's, oh, it's come harsh. It's low. Darth Maul. Harsh. Darth, Darth Maul fight. You get one point. Single handedly, the best. What people like Star Wars lightsaber fight. You know, the problem was is that it was so unbelievable, that fight at the end, because, as we all know, Darth Maul had the high ground. He didn't. But see, the thing is, uh, they were on the bottom of Naboo, and so technically, you know, he still had the high ground. Could be. I've seen What's... some charts online where people said, <laughs> <laughs> from his perspective, like, yeah. if you, like, rotate the, the axis of the Earth, yeah, he yeah. was actually, like, laying on the ground above him. <laughs> so Obi-Wan love, had the high ground you. that way. Yeah, it was awesome. Movies. So okay, so so basically, episode one, pod yeah. racing, pod racing, good. That scene great brings it up to an eight. Jar Jar Binks brings it down back to a four. Sure, right. yeah. we're good. All right, guys, so harsh, so harsh. <laughs> well, let's talk about a better movie that I seen over the weekend, which I knew nothing about until I went and watched it. And this movie is called Game Night. I don't know. Have you guys heard about it? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Jason Bateman, right? And he yep. did a, okay. Yep. And kind of a weird twist, like kind of like a dark humor type of thing to it. Kinda. Okay. I don't dark. know much else beyond that though, yeah. but I, I, it looks interesting. I'll set the picture for you. So the group of friends, you know, the main actor is Jason Bateman, like you said, and uh, they get together every now and then uh, for a game night. Well, uh, his brother comes into town. His brother hasn't been around in a while, and uh, you know they, they play game night. And he's like, "Well, I want to host it next time." So he hosts the game night, and he sets up this elaborate uh, real life game where he tells the characters, "You know, you won't know what's part of the game and what's real." And uh, the movie takes off from there, and shenanigans occur. And uh, I thought it was a lot better than Jumanji. Uh, and you love Jumanji. You actually gave Jumanji, I think, an eight too. Yeah, or a nine. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I don't think it was that high. I probably need. I bet Jared. Uh, I know. I think Jared gave it higher because he loved it. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I thought it was a lot funnier than Jumanji. And uh, mm-hmm. I would say this one's an eight out of ten. Uh, it's really cool the little board game stuff, and it's uh, a lot of twists and turns, and uh, it's just it's okay. a good time. It's funny. Has it inspired about... you to continue with your gaming nights that you've? Uh, you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I don't know if yeah. I'm gonna do what they've done, but keep <laughs> 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 doing gaming nights. And uh, t- uh, before I move away from game, uh, movies and stuff, I uh, also signed up for Movie Pass, so I will actually start going to probably every movie I can go see with Movie Pass. Since it, nice. I don't know if you guys know about Movie Pass. Or yeah, I it. signed up for it and still haven't used it. So right now I'm in the hole about fifty bucks for. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I keep forgetting to use it. So one of these days I'll remember. The thing is, is the matinee I go to because I usually watch on like Sundays is only six dollars, so I have to go multiple times a month for it it really isn't working out like it's been a terrible financial decision for me <laughs> but yeah so i'm gonna start using that since i can go watch whatever movie i want and not lose money on it so it's not cool. cheaper than buying tickets to everything so that's what i'm gonna do so game night basically jumanji was very funny like you said before but mm-hmm. this is very mature too like game night's pretty mature yeah it's it's yeah. i would say it's more mature than jumanji for sure yeah okay gotcha i think it's rated mm-hmm. r actually okay puts in perspective yeah. yeah it's good it's pretty funny i wouldn't say it's adult humor it's situational humor okay so but it, you good. know there is language and scenarios and violence and stuff so it's rare you kind of see a, a good comedy nowadays in my opinion now they're kind of coming back i don't know yeah maybe because there maybe. was a string of really bad comedies for a very long time i, I would say that this kind of heralds back to the age where you could have one-off movies that are really good and really funny so that's good yeah cool cool cool, cool. um a little quick tidbit of uh tv news is that uh the the very first uh episode the pilot episode for the witcher netflix series uh they just finished the script for that so oh, that's, that's great news that's chugging along so soon i, I hope they can do that right because that's it's gonna it's one of those shows i could really see so so have you guys played the witcher series yet all of I've it i've played i've played i've played uh a lot of one never finished it never played two and mm-hmm. played a lot of three but never finished okay. three so you know there's like parts that would be extremely cgi intensive that would be very mm-hmm. expensive for a show but yes. on the flip side there's a lot of like oh, we got to resolve this like townsfolk stuff that could be done pretty much on the cheap. So yeah. I think there's a good balance there to make a, a show with like a appropriately sized budget that's entertaining even when he's not fighting, you know, monsters and stuff. To be honest, there is so, so much story in that that they can have 
every every scene that I can think of in every single game, and like a mini a mini um, what's it called? Subquest mm-hmm. could be an episode. Oh, easily a full full blown episode. Yeah, the ones like with like the you know the the lovers that get killed out in the in the woods, and it's like you know some some ghost that did it, or yeah, even like you know yeah. the Baron the Baron I think would be a pretty awesome. <sighs> season you know that's my favorite you could do a season out of that that was my favorite part yeah finding the a tower what's the tower about there's an episode sure full-blown episode what's the top of the tower? yeah it's just it's so good i i'm I'm hoping for the best in this as well yeah you know you're probably going to be dealing with some you know adult content as well so yes game of thrones style definitely i would i would agree i think so but I'm good for skipping all that stuff. I, like I like I did with the games and everything. I'm just more about the lore, about mm-hmm. that's that sort of stuff. Oh, and it's got so. great lore. You know what else has great lore? <laughs> the tick. You're so good at the transitions, man. So good. The oh, tick. Man. They just released the second half of the first season on Amazon Prime. So if you are a Prime member, it is free to stream. Um man, this show is so much fun. If you guys aren't watching it, uh Take take your take a bit of time and just watch it. It's it's so good. It's so off the wall, and it's so funny. Um, you know, there, there's a bit of violence in it, but nothing too outrageous. All the situations are just really uh, they are just really out there. Um, it's got a it's got a great you know payoffs. So things that were talked about early on in the season end up coming back around towards the end. Um, it's got a gay boat. Which uh, <laughs> what? One of the characters. So yeah, it's uh, the tick is all about the crazy characters, and you know they they've <laughs> updated it for kind of a modern era. So um, if you like the cartoon and live action series from the early two thousands, you're gonna love this one. Uh, even if you haven't seen it, it's so good. Um, Jester hundred percent agrees with you. Yeah, he yeah. yeah Jester's my man. He he knows. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this an eight and a half out of ten. Um, nice. Just because it needs a little more budget because some of the stuff does look a little cheap, but overall, uh, perfect acting, so much fun, uh, great, like just awkward, tense moments. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping you'll get a chance to watch it. Do you think the best, this is like one of the best shows on Amazon prime? Oh yeah. Especially from a fun standpoint there, there's like critically acclaimed ones like your, you know, your man in the high tower and, um, Castle. you know, transparent and yeah. Or high right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the tick is, you know, drop in. It's a 22 minute episode, you know, see what you think, uh, you know, drop out if you don't like it. But, you know, there's only 12 episodes total. I, I said and binged them all like one after the other. It was so much fun. Hey, cool. Yeah, cool. love it. So another show I was watching on Netflix, uh, you guys play with toys growing up, right? All the time. Yes. So they've got a new documentary series on there called The Toys That Made Us. And mm-hmm. I think Brandon's watched this too. Have um, I? I was just absolutely loving it. So I was like clicking around, and like they do this like kind of goofy song that sounds almost like the GI Joe theme song, where they're talking <laughs> about like the, the the toys that made us. Yeah, it's very. And the first episode was all about Star Wars toys and how that came to be, and how it almost didn't happen. There almost wasn't a toy series for Star yep. Wars, and it was very possible that toys the way we know them now would not be around uh, because without without the popularity of star wars uh toys before that were you know not as highly produced um you know even even boys didn't really like playing like with 
action figures. You know, there it was, was the Joe. first action figure. Yeah, GI Joe is the first action figure, but uh, the whole Star Wars thing was really what you know drew that on. So, uh, first episode was Star Wars. A lot of interesting facts, background info. They talk about everything, even like pirated ones, like what like yep. knockoff toys look like from other countries. Toys. Um, they talk about the largest collection too. Yeah, the Stan Stan Sweet or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they in the second one they talk about Barbie. Um, little trivia. Uh, Barbie was actually modeled <laughs> after a German prostitute doll. They gave her some legal professions, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was really entertaining. You know, you might think, uh, who cares what Barbie is or, or what that's all about? But the history behind it is pretty amazing. And the power struggles around who gets to control which directions the toys go, uh, they're crazy about it. These executives are at each other's throats over who gets to dictate how things go. How did uh, they get that news? I'm just curious. Uh, like you, they... Usually they, they have people uh, interviewing for the documentary. Oh, okay. A lot of interviews. Oh, yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, wow. they'll bring in the original creators. They, they had the guy who... Uh, so the, the third episode was uh, He-Man. And mm-hmm. He-Man was unique because that was the first toy series that became a cartoon, not the other way around. Yeah, right, yeah. So the and comic toy, series. Yeah, and comic series, yeah. But uh, they showed the the original concept art for He-Man. And it's this guy who can draw like Frank Franzetta, who does all those Conan covers. Mm-hmm. And he was drawing some amazing art. And he was just like whipping out like, here's Skeletor, you know, here's Beastman. He was just drawing all this like really cool, crazy looking art. And, uh, you know, putting it out there for them to uh, pick up and turn it into a toy series. But they did that in response to Star Wars. They needed a money line. And they said... All these Star Wars guys are so small and wimpy. We got to make a guy who's huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they took yeah, one yeah. of their toys from the 70s and just cool. packed a bunch of muscles on them. <laughs> and that's how He-Man was born. It's crazy how like they make toys. Like They'll literally go and find a toy line they like, take mm-hmm. that toy, whittle on it, paint over top of it, and that's their concept for another toy. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, the, and, uh, uh, the tiger, um, Battle Cat, was actually a original tiger from what they called the Big Jim series. And they were like, they don't like they don't match up. They're not the right size. And they were like, put a saddle on it. <laughs> so it was supposed to be, you know, like the tiger was supposed to be smaller, so it'd be like the appropriate size for the characters. And they're like, no, nah, just make it big enough to ride. Hmm. So, yeah, really inventive what they do. I thought it was cool. I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, fun. Turn your brain off. Watch it. Enjoy it. Get, get some history on some of the nerd stuff. Good nostalgia. Yeah. 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 So and they they had like. Uh, the Star Wars one, they had uh, the attorney that first like set up the whole toy deal, and it's the very first mm-hmm. time he's de- talked about it in an interview or anything, and it was for this Netflix series. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you wouldn't even believe the deal they had going for Star Wars. Do you know that the licensing deal was uh, Kenner <laughs> had to give George Lucas a check every year for $10,000, and then they had the guaranteed forever rights to make Star Wars toys and then something happened and then one year they forgot to pay him no (laughs) yeah it's a fun series it's uh you should definitely check it out yeah so episode one star wars two barbie three he-man four was gi joe uh it's actually a uh it's a kind of a two-part series that in the second part is going to have lego star trek transformers and hello kitty legos I'd watch. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the Lego one. That was my childhood. 
it's all Legos. But I would I would give it a uh, eight out of ten on my because I love documentaries. Mm. I'm actually watching another documentary series now. It's not really nerdy, so I won't talk about it, but good stuff. Nice. Um, but, uh, so now it's time for the yeah. comic section. Yeah, we're in a comic series. So I thought I would kind of go in. A, I've, I've been talking up Comicsology and that app, and like how easy it is for people to use and, and discover some new comics. I thought it might be good to look at some other sources too. Um, so you guys have bought from Humble Bundle, right? Of yes. course. <laughs> yeah. So Humble Bundle is real big about um, you know putting out the different game packs and everything, but they also do a comics bundle or a books bundle, and mm-hmm. usually every month they'll put out some big you know collection for like twenty dollars. So this month right now they're doing uh, the Humble Bundle Image Expo comics. Uh, so that's all of your Image series. So. You know, there's Marvel, there's DC, and then Image is kind of like the big third. Um, they're giving away 65 comics uh, that are either trade paperback or single issues for $20. So to put that in perspective, um, trade paperbacks are usually six to 10 comics that they're packing into one, and there's 65 of these. So you're essentially getting somewhere around 300 comics for 20 bucks. Dang. Yeah, yeah, it's some uh, some good stuff. I'm big, I don't know comic book prices because I don't read them. But that that seems like a lot of content for twenty bucks. Yeah, it's a ton of ton of content. So, uh, some some uh, big ones to look at will be Saga, a uh, great series by uh, Michael Vaughn or Brian Michael Vaughn, and then uh, Spawn, which you might remember the you know yeah. the movie from uh, mm-hmm. Todd McFarlane a little bit ago. <laughs> but for twenty dollars, could you see yourselves getting into uh, reading some comics that maybe you hadn't before? And have a plethora for maybe a year or two to read 600 something. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably um, probably closer to 300, but still, you know, that, that's quite a bit. Nice. So a lot going on there as I'm like choking on my water. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, so So with that public service announcement out of the way, um, always do a review every week on some comics. So we talked a little bit about it last week, but uh, Batman v Superman was a comic in 2013. And the premise here is that Batman, the original Batman, meaning Bruce Wayne at year one, uh, travels forward in time and meets the um, Superman of today. And vice versa, Superman of year one travels forward in time and meets Batman of today. Okay. And of course there's shenanigans and fights and uh, you know, they're, they're not, they, they come to understand, you know, what's actually going on there. And it's this whole nefarious plot that uh, is cooked up by, um, you know, a villain Brainiac to, uh, you know, to, to make them you know, pit themselves against each other. So it's a, it's done in a really trippy manner, uh, meaning that the art is like really surrealistic and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, I don't know the best way to really describe it, but um, very surreal dreamlike environments in which they're fighting in. Um, okay. So it, it almost looks like they're under like scarecrows, uh, poison gas, like you might see hmm. in like the Arkham series. So we're just talking about a dimension or actually just on Earth, just really different art style. More of like a dreamscape where it's okay. actually happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but it really goes into, you know, what, these characters were when they began and what they eventually become. So it was kind of showing them like their overall arc from when they started off to where they went. 
So I really enjoy it. Um, it's only two, uh, two issues. Um, it's, so it's a quick read. Um, it's a great, uh, you know, great art, uh, great writing. So I'll give it an eight out of 10. Nice. Can you see yeah. parts of this getting pulled into the, the movie or was it really yeah, just completely different? They, they definitely pulled in some parts. Um, the parts where uh, Superman was kind of talked down by his mom out in Kansas. Yeah. Uh, that was a big part. Okay. So that was almost, uh, that was lifted like almost directly. And then how about the fighting? Who won? I guess you have to read. Yeah. Right? They all kind of, yeah, I really don't want to spoil it, but yeah. Um, you know, these things kind of have their way of working themselves out. Okay, cool. Nice. Always, always appreciate these comic reviews. Maybe if we, I don't know, is there another Marvel movie I can maybe do my review in? That's coming out soon. Affinity War. Affinity yeah. War. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I want. I really want to get into some comics too. So. Or uh, well, the, Han, a... some Holland Solo series for the Solo movie. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is a whole other arc that they have there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Or Aquaman. You read about fish? Not, this year? not. Not too interested about Aquaman. Not too interested about that. <laughs> it's going to be its own standalone coming out. Yeah. yeah. Is it yeah. this year? I can't remember. I don't know year. if it's this year. I don't think it's this year. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it. And uh, we're not going to do twenty questions this week since I'm going to release the full episode, uh, jam packed full of probably too much twenty questions. But <laughs> yeah, so be on the lookout for that if you're wanting your twenty questions fixed. Uh, be on the lookout for the the uh, compilation of it. So let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. So Andrew, if you want to start promoting some things and talking about things. Yeah, definitely. So our community is a Pixel Pub Gaming community. You can find us on pixelpubgaming.com. That's pixelpubgaming.com. We added a whole bunch of games on the front page. Those are all, all of our individual communities that we, we like to support. Um, some some things like Arc Server or our Destiny and the Bad Mom Pajamas, of course, on WoW. It's a Monster Hunter and course that we talk nerd podcast where you can listen to it on the front page if you'd like and it gives you the different outlets like pocket casts itunes soundcloud and youtube we're mm-hmm. all on there so on all of those platforms you can if you'd like leave a comment or hit like or subscribe or leave five star reviews you know we like to hear from you and then of course if you want to make your way to the discord we're there in the we talk nerd podcast channel you can see it like right below Andrew right here. That's live. That chat is live. You can be you can be in that chat if you'd like. Um, and of course, we read it, we review it, mm-hmm. and we can add some uh, some of your ideas and and chats from there into this podcast. We'd like to hear from you. Yep, sure would. Uh, Rob, anything else to add to that? Nope, nothing for me. All right. Well, as always, I'm a bop a b o p. And like Andrew said, make sure to do all the stuff, like, subscribe, share, tell people about us, give us feedback, you know, talk to us on the Discord channel, and uh, all that good stuff. I want to say that, uh, like I said last week, I was going to stream some Borderlands. Uh, it didn't turn out that good. It was a really choppy video, so I'm going to mm. try to figure out what's going wrong, and then we should be getting into that and have a full franchise playthrough of Borderlands. And uh, once this, maybe when Stardew Valley comes out, I might do a 
stream of that of us playing Stardew Valley together. That'd be interesting cool. to see. I'll be I'll be looking forward to it. But uh, I guess I think Andrew said it just about everything. Nice. So, uh, I'm yep. improving. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> he he didn't uh, screw it up. I didn't screw it up this time. Screw it up. Maybe maybe so. with the stream and everything. But ah, not, not, not. Uh, we talk about the WoW Guild. There we go. If you uh if you play WoW, make sure to join us in over the the Batman pajamas on uh, Sargeras and Bleeding Hollow for the Horde. If you're in the WoW right now, like I am, and a lot of other people are kind of getting back into it. It's not too popular, but not that too bad either. But um, I think that's gonna be it. So uh. We'll see you guys later. Bye.